Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Trash, episode 67, Spider-Man 1602, my name is Eric, and my name, as always, is Jason. Right. Um, I'd like to actually kind of start out on a downer note, if I could. Okay. Because uh, um, I may forget, like, if I hold off and then wait till the end. Uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably have heard about this already. Uh, but it's something that I wanted to bring up, but I'm also 99% sure none of our listeners give a shit about what I'm about to say. Mm, right, right. But, uh, last week, uh, Andrew Koenig, uh, best known as the, uh, uh, actor who played Boner on Growing Pains, uh, also played the Joker in a short Batman fan film. Oh, yeah. Uh, committed suicide in Vancouver after a week or two of being, uh, missing. Uh, a lot of his uh, family and friends uh, like frantically tried to find him. Uh, apparently he was incredibly depressed uh, or suffering from severe depression, felt that he couldn't turn to anyone, and uh, you know, planned to end his life in uh, a city and a place that he loved. Uh, why I'm bringing this up is because... Andrew Koenig is best known to me as the video producer for... I think the best podcast on the internet and my favorite podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Never Not Funny. Uh, I've been listening to that show for a couple of years. Uh, I first found it, uh, the very first episode I listened to was the very last episode that they made available for free. <laughs> and at the end of that episode, they said, well, we're going to a pay format. And I said, well, fuck that. And uh, it took me about six months till I decided... That was really good, though, and right. uh, I decided that, like, I, I think I bought an episode or two first, because you could buy them individually, mm-hmm. and then I bought a whole season, and uh, Andrew Koenig was a big part of that show, uh, whether he was just behind uh, the camera, eventually he was on microphone, and he contributed to the things that go on in that show, uh, and because of the format of the show, where they don't really, like us, we have a topic... Uh, they don't have topics, so they just kind of talk, and we really get to know the people involved in that show. Like, as I'm sure many of our listeners probably feel like they really know us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, just and a couple of them do. And, and well, <laughs> I'm saying like you know Brian John Mitchell, right? You know who uh, corresponds with us frequently. Mm-hmm. You know probably feels friendly with us, uh, which you know I think uh, would we not be so. Uh, open and and honest and affable on the show. I doubt that he would feel that connection with us, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really know us. Right, exactly. Right, and so with Andrew Koenig uh, dying, I really, uh, I'm a guy who does not have very many uh, emotional attachments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm pretty distant from uh, everyone. 
Uh, and I also uh, tend to suffer from depression from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when my friends and loved ones try to reach out to me, I pretty much try to brush them off and then... And, and recoil. Recoil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no one more than me is shocked to find that uh, the past week or so with, with reading about Andrew and eventually uh, finding out that uh, he killed himself, uh, very shocked to, to sort of feel as if I have lost a friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching Walter Koenig, his father, uh, who played Chekhov on Star Trek, uh, hold the press conference, man, that drove me to tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, but uh, yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm honestly like sort of, of, of shocked with myself because I normally don't care when a celebrity dies, mm-hmm. but like I said, uh, with the people on Never Not Funny, I feel like I've had sort of an emotional connection. Yeah. I mean, you right. listen to the, them for two years, just talk and have fun on, on a weekly basis. You, you sort of feel like, you know, these people, right? We usually put it on while we're doing drawing. Right. right. And, uh, but I also wanted to mention it here is because, uh, uh, when I decided that, uh, hey, we should do a podcast, uh, it was the influence of Never Not Funny and the Crank Cast and I think Tom vs. the, the JLA at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was called Tom vs. the Flash. I think all three of those shows made me think that, man, podcasting sounds like a fun thing to do. Right. It'd be awesome if I just had, you know, one of my buddies here with me, and, and we talk about nerdy shit like comic books, like they do on you know Tom vs. the Flash or the Crankcast, and then you know at the same time you know just have a freewheeling, you know <laughs> let's go anywhere conversation like they do on Never Not Funny, right? Like an amalgam of the ones you appreciate, right? Right. And so Never Not Funny has been a big influence on this show as well as those other two shows, uh, and so you know in a way it really feels like. Uh, a piece of what helped uh, Gutter Trash become Gutter Trash is, is now gone. Mm-hmm. And I know when Never Not Funny eventually starts uh, putting out new podcasts, they're obviously going to take some time off. Right. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little weird listening to that without uh, what, in my mind, was a key component of, of what made that show so great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is. Uh, just a little bit of a tribute to Andrew Koenig and, uh, you know, condolences to his uh, friends and family. And uh, just taking a little minute to, uh, or not a whole minute, but, you know, uh, a little bit of time to, to reflect on that. Right. I, I'm with you. I totally agree. Um, I'm not too familiar with his work other than what you just mentioned, but I, I bummed me out when I heard that. Yeah. Like, I, like I wouldn't have thought so, but I really did. Yeah. But, you know, uh, eventually his family will move on, and uh, us being not friends of his, but just fans, uh, will move on even quicker, such mm-hmm. as right now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Sorry to, to start that on such a downer, but like I said, uh, I was probably going to forget if we just started going in. And- I, I agree. I, I, I feel like that should have been said, because like you said, that show, I think, is what we listen to every week. We don't really listen to any other podcasts anymore together, right. at least. You probably do at work, but... I do, yeah, quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, like the Crankcast, I've, I've sort of uh, dropped off of listening to... What was it called? Uh, the uh, 
car guys, I think, on NPR. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I- Iganook. The- <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Never Not Funny is, like, one of the few podcasts that, like, when I started listening to podcasts, I still listen to that one. Right. It's it's the Zeppelin of podcasts in, mm-hmm. my, in my mind. Yeah. Or in my mind, the Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> Who? What were they called? Black Sabbath. I'm, no. Used to have, That's a uh, rock and roll band, isn't it? It is a rock and roll band. Okay. Used to have Ronnie James Dio as the Oh, I know him. Dio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rocky um, Like a Hurricane. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Wait. this is how we get back on track on the funny train. Yeah. Because uh, population of that funny train, two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have tickets. As long as we both laugh, we're doing a good job. <laughs> we're the Tapper Brothers. <laughs> we should. Uh... <laughs> Let me see if I can snort. <laughs> uh, man, I love the Tapper Brothers. I love that show. I really do. Even though it's a big piece of fake crap. But yeah. Whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Still, it's 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 very entertaining. Yeah, and informative. Yes, if you is. have a, if you're an owner of a motor vehicle, mm-hmm. or if I'm you, assuming most of us are, most of us are. Right. If Zippy now owns a motor vehicle, I'd say everyone does. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. Uh, you're excused. Uh, thanks, Joe. Bye. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> uh, you know, screw Joe. We just saw pictures of him wearing a dress. Yeah. What is the deal with that? It was a moo moo. And then, like, like I mentioned to you, there's like, there's like three photos. One's a dress, one's a moon moon, and one's like, you know, a parka or something. And in the parka one, he looks extremely uncomfortable, as if he's almost begging to be put back, slip to slip that moo moo back over my head. That's what he's saying. What the hell? What was the deal with that? Some sort of granny party he was at. Yeah, I'm sure he'll tell you about it Tuesday when you confront uh, him. Yeah. Oh, I will. I'll. We'll have an inter. We'll stage an intervention. Yeah. He'll walk into the bowling alley. Where's Where's all the... Where's your bowling balls, guys? <laughs> Joe. It's time we had a stalk. <laughs> so, anyways, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. Yeah? I'm feeling good. Yeah? Doing good. Yeah? I'm alive. I'm action-y. Okay. I feel, uh, feel positive. Action-y. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to do a backflip off of my, <laughs> my chair there? No, I was thinking about... I was thinking about this yesterday. I don't jump over enough fences because I remember going to a park with my dog and like I had her chained up and I would like just hop over fences like, you know, for exercise. It was fun. Haven't done that in a long time. I want to jump over a fence. Like not some sort of military installation like guard, you know, like barbed wire fence, but, you know, just like a... A fence that goes between a couple of lawns at a park, maybe. One of those kind of things. I used to climb. I used to used to perform feats of agility. So uh, you were into parkour before parkour was popular. <laughs> that's, that's right, man. I, but but only in uh, people's lawns. Yeah. Only like if retrieving Nerf footballs from my neighbor's yeah. yard. Jumping, you know, you'd, you'd bounce off the fence onto the, the roof of the shed. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. To get to retrieve the Nerf boomerang. Right. That right. would land, or frisbee. Right. What have you. Well, if the boomerang, it would have come back to you. Not the Nerf boomerang. That was the uh, fatal flaw. <laughs> the Nerf boomerang. Because we had one of those, and we would throw it, and it would just go on the roof. We were like, huh. And yeah. we just stay there until there was a big windstorm. It's, uh, I don't know if you ever saw this, but like, uh, whenever I would go to the Air Force Museum, 
there would be like a guy standing like in that big entranceway, like before you get to like any of the exhibits that just have like this huge open area. All right. And there'd be like a guy standing there and have like these little like cardboard and paper airplanes that he'd like throw around and then like do oh, wow, spirals no. and flips and everything like that and like oh that's so awesome and you buy one and take it home and throw it and it just breaks in midair <laughs> it's like so, the force of the wind it just shatters it so they had like a special thing going there probably it was probably yeah. like some fumes like from the alien craft <laughs> that they had trapped in the hangar 18 well that's the, that was far away the air force museum is in riverside hangar 18 is in fairborn oh okay yeah that's right <laughs> I'm sure they kept some of the, like, you know, gadgetry. No, maybe fumes from, like, you know, the white trash that lives out in Riverside. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. And uh, the Mad River, which is, uh, I'm sure, polluted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen people vomit in it. And swim in it. Same people. Same night. Same time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, local references. Mm. <laughs> what, do you, what about Carl Day? You guys love Carl Day? I think he's dead. No, he's not. I don't think uh, so. No, I, think think he had, he I think retired. he battled, battled cancer. I think he, uh, he battled it twice, but yeah, I mm. think he's retired, retired now. You know, he was in a horror film. <laughs> Did you know this? No. Uh, the Manson... It, well, it's sort of a oh, horror Manson film. family? Manson family, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, he played a newscaster, newscaster, not by the name of Carl Day, I don't believe, but... Well, that's um, a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a pro actor, but he did his he did his best. Was it uh, Jim Van Bieber? Beber? Yeah, Jim Van Bieber. Also, the uh, filmmaker who brought you Deadbeat at Dawn, also filmed in Dayton. Well, at least uh, the Manson family. Other people will have heard of it. Uh, yeah, that's true. I know. I don't think Dead, I don't think Deadbeat Don ever made it to DVD. I think it was a VHS release. Yeah. In the, like, but, I mean, I've seen the Manson family reviewed in like you know Room Morgue and yeah. Fangoria and uh, uh, the website that I go to Horror Movie a Day. They reviewed it, or he reviewed it. It's it's pretty cool because what was the movie you were telling me yesterday that had a clip from a, a previous film? Oh, uh, The Limey. The Limey? Yeah, use clips of old Terrence Stamp films to sort of do flashbacks. That, see, that's awesome. Yeah. And the Manson family, you've seen that, right? Yeah. It, the, it literally took him like 30 years it was to... It, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. I watched it. it. It took like 30 years to film it, to uh-huh. complete it. And he literally had like footage of of these people when they're like mid to late 20s, like on, on the Manson family camp or whatever. Right. And then, the, and then like... And, you know, 30 years later, he finished the film, and he and he did it in such a way that he was... It was one of those where-are-they-now things where they're, like, talking to the camera, and it has their name on the bottom of the screen. And, you know, and they're, like, obviously 30 years older. Right. And then, like, they're like, yeah, and then we did this. And, like, they would cut back to this footage of them doing that in their, like, 20s. And it was, like... It was really neat because, you know, it, he didn't mean for it to take that long to film. Right, right. But it happened in such a way that it, it, it made a really interesting, unique... Film going experience. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Interesting indeed. Check it out, kids. Manson yeah. family. Manson family. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> yeah. It has family, family in the title. Right. Right. Come on. <laughs> rent, rent that and land before time. Get some popcorn. Bring the kids out. You'll have a good time. <laughs> uh, my my land before time might actually uh, traumatize more people than the next <laughs> <laughs> My roommate uh, has been watching that a lot lately. Theo. He loves the dinosaurs. Yeah. I got him uh, one of those uh, sponge... Not the baby. 
No, 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 no. That's that's, that's uh, a different one. That's dinosaurs. Okay. All right. uh, <laughs> I got him this like sponge dinosaur that you or dinosaur egg that you put in water, and it like grows like the dinosaur yeah. grows out of it. He loved it. Like we watched it every you know like every day. We look at it for like it took it a few days, like three days to hatch out. It was pretty cool. Good times. That's awesome. Mm. Kids are cool when they're not yours. Very true. <laughs> or not at all. <laughs> I'm going with that one. Not at all. I Kids just aren't cool. I like them, but I don't see them every day, so that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fun times. Fun times. Yes, indeed. He was watching Return to Oz when I left to come over here. That's a creepy movie. Yeah, I know. Even for a 30-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Because <laughs> his mom was watching it. She was like, I've never seen this either. And I was like, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> But they seem to be digging it. That's good. Digging it. Digging it. Good. Digging it. Digging it indeed. So, uh, anything else uh, super fun happen to you this week? For you? With you? About you? Inside of you? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no on most of those. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no. We saw the wolf, man. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did see the wolf, man. Us and uh, about five other folks. Mm-hmm. It was a party, to be sure. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, for the most part, the only people in the theater. <laughs> Except for the, the loud dude and his lady friend. Yeah, who left 20 minutes later. Why do people spend $10 on a movie to leave 20 minutes into it? I think at that point they can get their money back if they so desire. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like, you have, like, the first half hour of the movie to to get your money back. This is literally brand new news to me. But I think you have to maybe have a good excuse. I'm not sure. Like, like I just got a call, or you can't just say I didn't like it. Right, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. uh, Also, they could have just snuck into a different movie that was more their speed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh... Like Valentine's Day. Yeah. I started to say hot tub time machine. But that's that's not out. Unfortunately, yet. Yeah. unfortunately, yeah. not out yet. <laughs> Can't wait to pick it. Can't wait to pick it. I look forward to that. Would you be too? No. <laughs> I think I said this to you yesterday. Uh, it's a movie that I'm never going to uh, actively seek out to watch. But if I happen to watch it, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. And I'm not going to be surprised if I love it. Yeah. It, it looks like horribly dumb fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like that sort of fun. It dumb is. fun. I, I liked Wolfman. I thought it was fun. Uh, lots of heads being lopped off and Harry Anthony Hopkins and Harry Benicio Del Toro and, yes. and really sweet, uh, uh, Hugo Weaving. He, he was really good. Hugo Weaving. Playing Johnny Depp from From Hell. Yeah, with better facial hair. With better facial hair. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was boring. I thought it was predictable. Mm-hmm. I think Benicio Del Toro is a terrible actor. Uh, at least in this. This was by far not his shining star yeah. as far as his performances go. Uh, but I think I even said after we saw the movie, I was trying really hard to remember movies that I've seen him in. And... The only one that I can think of that he puts any kind of performance into is Fair and Lovely. He is amazing in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Um, 
Wasn't he in? Wasn't he in Snatch or uh, or Lockstock or one of those? I don't think so. Wasn't maybe Snatch. Snatch if he was in one of them. Brad Pitt was in Snatch. Maybe no. that's who you're thinking of. No, it wasn't. He was in The Usual Suspects, which is a. I think it was in Snatch. I'm pretty sure it was in Snatch. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he called. Yeah, he was uh, three like three fingers Eddie or something. He was like gambling addicted. Because he kept calling that guy Booby. I don't know. He was good in that. See, that's how good he was. He didn't even recognize him. <sighs> Trans- transformed right before your eyes. That's hard to do, because he is a scary and unique-looking fucker. <laughs> he is. He's very unique. Yeah, I thought it was a great casting as a wolfman. I was like, wow, don't even really need much. I think, uh, yeah, as, uh, as the wolfman, he was fine. Uh, all the scenes with the wolfman I really enjoyed. You know, just uh, the carnage and the action. The head lopping off. Head lopping, uh, limbs rending, disembowelments. Fun stuff. Yeah. Loved it. It's the other hour and 40 minutes of the movie that I hated. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fun. I I would <clears throat> probably see it again. Uh, it's maybe an unfair comparison, but really when... Uh, I mean, but, but at the same time, you have to kind of compare it. Uh, all, all werewolf movies have to go up against uh, American Werewolf in London. I thought you were going to say Werewolf Ohio Part 2. No. Because <laughs> you already made that joke and nobody would get it. Oh, so it's another Dayton reference. Yes, no, it is. Yeah, American Werewolf in London. Pretty pretty classic. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, not as good as that, so it's just not good. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but see, that's like saying it's not as good a rock and roll record as, you know, Paranoid, so it's not good. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and now, I now understand. <laughs> uh, we almost went and saw Shutter Island. Yeah. It's still, still haven't. Still have not. Yeah. Uh, maybe by next week. Eh, probably not. No? Yeah, I don't no. see myself affording anything within yeah. the next two, three weeks. Would love to see it. Yeah. Would love to see it. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Looks good. <laughs> Seems like I saw another movie. Oh, I saw uh, I saw Dolly Dearest today. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Pretty bad. It's like a child's <laughs> play with a female doll and a female lead and a female director. So it's like the ladies' version of child's play. Uh. Bring your bring your bring your girlfriend. She'll love it. So Dykes play. <laughs> That's a different movie. Oh okay. yeah. That's uh, in the back room. Alright. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Spider Man sixteen oh two. The much maligned Spider-Man 1602. The I wasn't looking forward to reading this at all. Spider-Man 1602. The I put this off until yesterday. <laughs> Spider-Man 1602 by Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker and uh, Ramon Ramon Rosanas. Rosanas. Yes, I can see the name from over here. I can see it. Don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Sorry, yeah. Ramon. Sorry, Rosanas. Uh, Sorry, Jeff. Uh, Sorry, Parker. <laughs> Spider Man sixteen oh two. Uh yeah. 
So, why did you pick this? Okay, I will tell you exactly why I picked it. <laughs> well, first of all, I've never read anything 1602, so, okay. so you know, uh, so I shouldn't have picked it, because uh, I, you know. No, that's fine. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, like there should have been no reason I've been like, oh, oh I okay, should read this, right, because, okay, you know, like, right. I've never even read the original 1602. But I, I don't remember what all... What all books were out the day Spider-Man 1602 number one of five came out. Sure. But I remember none of them were books that I read. Okay. Not a single book was out that week. And I was like, this is weird. There's not a single comic I would want, even though I you know, can basically get it for free because I've got a couple books in trade. Right. And I was like, well, I love Spider-Man. Uh, there's a number one came out this week. I'll pick it up. Right. And and like I didn't read it, but I flipped through it and I was like, it looks cool. And I just kept buying them all until, until the, the fifth issue came out. Yeah. And I just sit. I remember I sat. I sat and read them all <coughs> around a heater because our heat, our furnace was out, and this was in February. It was freaking cold. Yeah. Uh, There's a space heater and me and a dog and a cat all snuggled up, and I read all five of them in a row. It was pretty adorable. That's quaint. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was nice. Uh. So. Yeah, just, uh, I think there's been one or two instances where I've gone to the comic shop and nothing I read has, uh, been out. It's an odd feeling. It is. And, like, you, I don't know, is it just, like, an OCD thing or is it guilt, but you always wind up buying something? Yeah, you're like, well, you almost feel like, or at least for me, I'm like, well, maybe this is a sign, there's something here that I don't know that I should be reading. You know? Right, right, you yeah. Know, like, there's something for me every week that yeah. I enjoy. I remember uh, one week in particular was uh, a week that my girlfriend had broken up with me. And she, like, broke up with me on a Tuesday. And so, like, well, was, you know, you're kind of in that funk, but you think, well, maybe Wednesday I'll go to the comic shop and buy something that'll keep my mind off of my troubles. Right. And nothing. <laughs> it was nothing. I think uh, I wound up buying Streetwise... Oh, yeah. The, uh... uh Autobiographical Tales. Of, yeah. Like Jack Kirby. And Jack Kirby has that story in it. Yeah, mm. it's fully penciled. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool. good. Yeah. It was good. That's, yeah. a, that's a good week to get dumped. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. That, that's always a weird feeling to just... Yeah, just nothing. Right. Just nothing. But, yeah, you, you always want to buy something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or not, I don't know. So... Was this good or not? I I expected it to be somewhere between tolerable and okay. Uh-huh. I ended up fucking loving this book. Like, I think it's in my top ten favorite Spider-Man comics I've ever read. Wow. Yeah. Which is weird, because usually I don't like historical pieces, like stuff set way in the past. Right. But I do love when they play with the mythos of a superhero, and they, like, change... Um, you know, like they have the same characters, but it's like, you They're know, slightly off. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Elseworlds books Elseworlds, and stuff like Elseworlds that. And yeah. What if? Yeah. And, yeah. So, so the recipe was there, and I loved it. <clears throat> well, as listeners of this show will know, last week I almost vetoed this. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much I was not looking forward to reading this book. At zero interest. Zero interest. And then kept putting this off. I read the first issue like four times just because, like, I'd get through it and, like, halfway through, I'd just fuck. And I'd close it and then put it away for like two days. Right. 
And uh, so finally, I like forced myself yesterday to to read it all the way through. Just just like you rip off the fucking bandaid, do it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought you would. I mean, like like I said, I picked it before I had read it, but I, but after I had finished reading it, I was like, this seems like something Eric would dig. I'm glad I picked it. Uh, I mean, I have my problems with it, but uh, yeah, yeah, for the most part, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, like you said, yeah, it's it's always loving Elseworlds. Yeah, you know, just where we're something about like you know, it's it's the characters we know, it's the characters we love and we're familiar with, but there's enough different about it that it makes it interesting. Like Da Vinci as Batman, right? Yeah, like yeah. I like how it it almost seems like they, you know, like if if you saw how many villains were in this book, you're like, oh my gosh, they just crammed everyone in. Yeah. But it it really worked. Yeah, like it didn't seem like a Spider-Man three or yeah, something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I like how uh, one of the central, like probably the, I'd say the central villain is Doc Ock. Yeah. And he's pretty creepy in this. Yeah, yeah. Like they did a great job of really selling him as like, I don't know, kind of scary and hideous. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Done there? Yeah, I think All right, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, honestly, I'm just glad that he actually did become the central villain, because you read the first couple issues, and you think that it's all just going to be about Norman Osborn. Right. And then, oh, he's going to become the Green Goblin, and we're going to go through this bullshit. Exactly. And, We've seen that a hundred times. Right, yeah. So, glad that Osborn was, was uh, secondary to, to everything in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was almost more like a henchman of... Yeah. Or, or an underling. Yep. But yeah. Uh, it's about Peter Park Parker Parkour Parkwa Parkwa. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although apparently his real name is Parker. Yeah. yeah. They just changed it because uh, the Brits hate the Scots, mm-hmm. as we all know. But as we all do. Yeah. As we all hate them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hate the Brits and the Scots. Of course. <laughs> Can't get comfortable. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's, it takes place in the year 1602. Or? Wait a minute, does it? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, it's 1902. 1902. I, I'm dyslexic. Upside down dyslexic. Oh, uh, see, I thought this was uh, 16 ounces. I thought that's what that's... Oh, well, that's a pound. Like the bottom of a carton of milk or something. Right. Or, or uh, a can of beer. Or a can of beer. Yeah. Maybe that's where I saw it. Oh. <laughs> I've got that winter, weird wintry dry skin. My legs just keep itching. But uh, so yeah. Uh, what, what, what? Yeah. Would you like to tell the listener about this fun comic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Peter Perquois, uh is in uh, the colonies as, as they are known. Uh, working as a, a press boy, I think. Mm, he, yes. Yeah. He works for the local town newspaper run by... Uh, Whatever uh, J. Jonah Jameson's name is. Right. I think it actually was just Jameson. Was it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uncovers a, a conspiracy by uh, the, the ne'er-do-well uh, American traitor... Norman Osborn. That bastard. He's not American. He is still an Englishman at heart. You can't trust that haircut. How many times do we have to go over that? And plus, it's a mullet this time? Yeah. Uh, 
Can you imagine that haircut as a paperboard with a mullet? Come on. Seriously. Who trusts that? Nobody. That's what I needed to do with my mullet. Get the Norman Osborne on top. <laughs> I do not condone any of this. Anyway. Anyway, he uncovers the conspiracy. Norman Osborne gets captured, but not after killing Peter Parquois's love interest. Some chick who can change shapes. <laughs> Marianne or something, what was her name? Uh, it's Virginia Dare. Virginia Dare, yeah. Dan Dare's cousin. Sure. <laughs> yeah, she can turn into antelopes and birds and stuff. Cats and... I think she even, uh, in a flashback, turns into a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> In 1602. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. No, no. I know. Been off until the 1940s. I didn't know my history that well, i got to tell you. Oh, and that God. is where it lies part of my problem with this book, is that uh, it relies on so much historical fact. Right. I'm a dummy. I don't know. Well, it wasn't until we dropped all the all the dinosaurs in Germany during World War II that they became extinct. Okay. Right. My grandpa has told me all about it. I got you. All right. <laughs> Uh, anywho. Mm, yeah. So anyway, so Norman Osborn gets caught, and uh, he gets, uh, since there's no corporal punishment in the Americas, he gets tried as an Englishman. Send his ass back. Send his ass back, where he'll get hanged for murder. And they ask uh, Peter Parquois, outed, outed as the spider, his name, and... 1602. Mm. Spider, he's not the Spider-Man. Mm. Just the Spider. Just this. Keeps it clean and simple. Yes, they ask him to escort uh, Norman all the way back to England, to the old world. And that's really where the adventures take off. Oh, yeah. And then, boy, do they. Do they ever. Boy, howdy. Yes. Cross country over uh, the, the Europe. Mm. We visit England, we visit Scotland, France, Venice. No underpants, though. No underpants, no ants. No ants in the pants. Well, no ants. In that the was pants. a great game. Do you remember ants in the pants? No. Oh, it's fun. All right. I remember hunger, hungry faggot. I don't remember that, but, but I would play it in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bow. But yeah, boom. I love the kingpin in this. Kingpin is awesome. He's great. Yeah. He belongs on a ship, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. After seeing Pirate this. ship. Yeah. I love that flag. You see that flag, and you're like, wow. He's awesome. Uh, we, we run into the 1602 versions of Henry Pym. Henri Pym. A natural philosopher. Natural philosopher, as well as his other natural philosopher friend, Henry McCoy. Who has gone and turned himself into some sort of giant blue ape? Why would he do that? I don't know. I it just don't know. seems detrimental to any cause yes. for a scientist. <clears throat> philosopher. I'm sorry. There's, no, there's no word scientist. But... Uh, there is by the last issue. Yeah, they're like, as, as they start to call them scientists. Yes. Uh, let's see. We run into a Marion Watson. Mm-hmm. Who is a singer of some sort, a traveling uh, entertainer? Entertainer, uh, Peter Parquois <laughs> becomes entangled with him. Stuff, craziness happens. But basically, oh, sorry, oh. Ugh, that hurt my ears. I apologize, listener. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but basically, uh, what happens is uh, Dr. Otto Octavius has uh, gotten ahead and gotten the plague and uh, turned to his uh, natural philosophers, Henri Pym and uh, Henry McCoy, to uh, find a cure. They using the blood of the witch breed. I love that name. Is that from the Neil Gaiman thing? I bet. I believe probably, so. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they. They. Uh, yeah. Because the, the whatever. Uh, <clears throat> they, they. They turn him into a monstrosity and, and, and attempt to cure him. Mm-hmm. He becomes a human octopus. Spoiler. Spoiler. And then other things happen, and there's chaos, and it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. I think that's the key to this book. Yeah. Because, like, it doesn't linger and get all bogged down with, like, the dialogue of uh, of, of turning it into a soap opera, which right. they could have easily done. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's dialogue. It's not just fight scene after fight scene. But, yeah, it's they, it just kept really fun. Yeah, yeah. I think the story just moves, and characters come in and out, and... Bounces around. We get some cool concepts. I mean, it's in different countries, for crying out loud. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. We get, uh, like you said, we get uh, a ton of Spider-Man villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, three. Yeah. Uh, five, Bull, if you count uh, Bullseye and mm-hmm. Kingpin. Although, is Bullseye more Daredevil? Yeah, he's more of a Daredevil. Yeah. But he's a villain. And he's right. in a Spider-Man book now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, uh, yeah, we get the Lizard. Mm-hmm. We get uh, Dr. Octopus. We get uh, the Green Goblin, eventually. We get... Uh, we get to see the beast. We get to see Giant Man. We get to see the Wasp. And these are old versions, hundreds of years old. People. Hundreds of years old. Different, different than anything you've seen before. Indeed. If you're tired of brand new day, this is even a more brand new day, even though it's an older day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something else about about this this story. Uh, can I, uh, just let me know when I get to start talking about the things that sucked. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and talk about some things that suck. No, go ahead and find what you're going to praise here I first. Don't. Oh, I love how creepy uh, uh, Doc Ock's like, henchmen are. They're very uh, uh, eyes the, wide uh, shut. Like those creepy masks from the, eyes wide shut. Plague doctors. Yeah. That's that's what those are. Plague doctors. Plague doctors. Plague doctors. Um, yeah. I just I just thought it was really fun. Um like I said, I like I like when they take the superhero mythos and they do something a little different with it. And I don't mean just have somebody great draw it, but like tweak right. it somehow. Right. You know, I think that's that's what the superhero market needs because I mean they're fine characters. They're just stagnant and redundant for the most part. Yeah. Indeed, definitely they are. So yeah, I'm, so yeah, I, yeah. I was like a, a different take. A, Different. A different take. I like a different take on some of the characters, you know. <laughs> well, that, that was uh, like Mexican Canadian, yeah. Mexican Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That sounds like good food, actually. Probably. It's like a some poutine gravy on your burrito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you hate the binding? What did you hate about it? <laughs> the lettering. No, I. Hated the ending. <laughs> the ending was uh, odd. Yes, I didn't hate it, but it was odd. Oh, I 
hated it a lot. The Captain America thing? Or just, yeah. 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 Um, first of all, kind of a ripoff of uh, Superman Red Sun. Oh, really? Okay, I haven't yeah, read it. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, even though that's a Mark Miller book, uh, Grant Morrison wrote the ending to that book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's awesome. Uh, Jeff Parker is no Grant Morrison. Well, he's a he's a Jeff Parker though. He is a Jeff Parker. First thing, this is the first thing I read by him, so I'm not gonna like sing his praise. But I hear he's really good. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to have read something else as my first uh, time out reading mm-hmm. something by him, but mm-hmm. this turned out to be pretty good. What, he's in Agents of Atlas, right? Agents of Atlas. Like he's uh, written a few graphic novels uh, mm-hmm. that he self-published. Okay. Uh, I think now he's he's pretty much writing everything for Marvel that uh, Bendis is not. Mm-hmm. Or Brubaker. Or DNA. <laughs> or D- Peter David. DNA? Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning. Oh, uh, okay. Abnett and Lanning. Oh, DNA. I like it. It sounds like a TV show with Mr. T. Or Dan and Andy, actually. I was thinking of TNT. TNT. Yeah. Isn't that... Uh, it's Dynamite. Well, of course it's that. But, uh... No, that's Tropic Thunder, I think I'm thinking of. The uh, TV show with Hulk Hogan and uh, Jack Lemmon's son. Ooh. What is that? <laughs> is, that a, is that like a reality show or something? No, no, no. This was a... Uh, an action-adventure television show where Hulk Hogan and uh, Chris Lemon, I believe his name is, uh, were uh, boat cops in the, the swamps of Miami. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm in. I want to see it. Get the DVDs at the library, somebody. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Riptide meets WWF. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, the other thing that I really hated about this book, and it's why it took me like five tries to read the first issue. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you have to have read, at least for that first issue, everything else related to 1602 beforehand. Right. Because you're like, there's dinosaurs. What? There's, there's uh... dinosaurs. They're referring to things that happened, mm-hmm. characters are in it that uh, apparently mean something if you have read any of the other stuff. Right. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> now, admittedly, issues two through five work perfectly fine on their own. Mm-hmm. And you do need the issue one to set up two through five, but issue one needs five other miniseries to set that up. I felt like there was a few things that yeah were fuzzy, but it didn't seem to me like a detriment. Like it just seemed uh, like it was I thought it was a total detriment. Really? Yeah. I, I just felt like I could have been it could have been better if I would have known uh, you know what happened in the other other series, but but it, yeah, I didn't it didn't seem to take too much away from it for me. But I I know what you're saying like it did feel a little, a little hazy reading the first issue. Yeah. I think uh, I think from the get go, like any any series should be able to stand on its own. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, for for that first issue at least to rely so much on on what had previously come before, right? Uh, yeah, that just it's, at least they gave us that flashback on the first page, that or like the the three paragraphs, like here's you know who these characters are, but yeah, they couldn't really spell it all out, right? And then that little brief blurb. Those belief, brief, uh, blurbs. Belief blurbs. Belief blurbs. 
<laughs> but yeah, and it's uh, otherwise, like I said, issues two through five, you know, work perfectly on their own. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a fun, fun story. Yeah. It's cool to see all those characters interacting together in, yeah. in ways that I'm not used to. You know, like Henry Pym's like Doc Ock's uh, sidekick, right, or a slave or whatever, right. And Peter Parker's just, you know, going all over the place, uh, right. looking, you know. It's not so much a sad sack as he yeah. is in his normal comics. Or right. He's just trying to find uh, find work and, right. you know, make ends meet. Uh, <clears throat> not so much uh, the sense of humor that he usually has, but, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, he's definitely more confident in what he does and, and stuff like that. And, right. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good take on the character. Uh, I like. It, huh? Oh no! Yeah. Does it make you want to read the other sixteen issues? Not at all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, it, it it would make me want to read. Like if Jeff Parker does a Captain America series, I, I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. I, I might check it out. But uh, yeah, it doesn't make me want to go back and and meddle with the old stuff. Yeah. So I don't think Jeff Parker wrote any of the old stuff. No, no, no. Uh, Neil Gaiman. And he wrote the Legends or whatever it's called. Legends. 1602 New World or something. Greg Pack. Greg Pack, okay. Yeah. Uh, Neil Gaiman wrote the first one with uh, that guy I don't like. A Kubert? Yes. yes. Yeah. And there was a Fantastic Four one that I also had no interest in. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Of course, I don't care anything about the Fantastic Four, so why would I know about them? Exactly. You hate them. <laughs> Can't stand them. Hate them a lot. Uh, um, it seems like there was one other thing I was like, I need to start writing notes. At least like just like a word to remind me. Right. Um, there was something else about this story I thought was really cool. Uh, Spider-Man's cock. Spider-Man's cock was bigger than I expected. Uh, but the leeches. There's a lot of leeches in this one. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was kind of funny. They were bleeding them, and yeah, he was a little woozy. Yeah. 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 It, it was just cool. It was just fun. The, the lizard. Something about him. Oh, I couldn't tell you. It was probably just some like piece of dialogue I thought was great. Uh, let's talk about the dialogue. Oh yeah, let's do that. Uh, it's it's written in the uh, the way I guess people think that people talked in sixteen oh two. All right. Uh, which honestly is a lot like uh, what Chris Claremont thinks people think talk like now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just wordy and uh, wordy and flowery and yeah, a lot of superfluous. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make that joke. <laughs> it failed. I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I was too busy searching, but yeah, I, I can't find it. I I like the panel layouts. I like I like the uh, simplicity of the art. I think it's it's not too fancy, but it it really works. I think the art's great. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a good storyteller, very good storyteller, very solid. Uh, but he's got his own style. Uh, I think I think he's really good. I, I'd like to see more from that guy at some point. Hopefully, in something that I actually have an interest in reading. Yes, yeah. perhaps a uh, a Hellboy or something. I don't know. Who knows? 
Because he's got the, he, he can do the, that Doc Ock, that's, that's what he kind of reminded me of, like a Hellboy, uh, villain. Like just like how he's all shrouded and he's got tentacles and he's got these weird sidekicks with masks. And That's weird that you say that because when the reveal is made and then we see what Doc Ock looks like underneath all those rags, I thought, God, David should have been drawing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. No offense to Ramon. But, you know, Guy Davis is already doing his own 1602 series. It's called The Marquee, and it's awesome. <laughs> Has he finished that yet? Uh, no, but I think the next graphic novel that he's doing is coming out sometime this year. Okay. Cool. At least there was a preview of it, I think. And, uh, maybe not. I don't know. He's working on some graphic novels, and they're happening. He's doing it. He's, he's out there in the world. It. Kicking up dust. Kicking up dust. Doing BPRD. Doing the marquee. He is awesome. Let's talk about Guy Davis. And yeah. how great he is. It's a good Sandman mystery theater. Unsung hero, I tells you. Yeah? Yeah. People need to love Guy Davis more. He's great. Baker Street. Not a very good comic, but beautiful. Mm-hmm. BPRD, of course, you mentioned... Uh, what else has he done? Zombies that ate the world. Yeah, that looks hilarious. I think it's finally over, isn't it? I think so. Uh, Apparently that was a book he did for uh, some sort of French publication. Zombies? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's just being published here in America for the first time. Hmm. So it's a couple of years old. That's how he's able to do two books a month. Yeah. He doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> That's how we do them, too. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Yeah. That's how we do one book a, a year. <laughs> but not at all. Yeah. That is true. That's how I do a six-page story that I've been working on for three years. Not at all. <laughs> it's. I mean, you find something that works, and right. you stick with it. Right. That's your method. That's your method. You've adopted it. I'm nothing if not consistent. It's, a, it's integrated into your very being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, 1602. Any last words? Final parting shots. Um, Take your hits in while you can. Take down Jeff Parker. I get my seal of approval. Uh, oh, that's funny because there's a seal on the cover. It's true. There is. Wow. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. I dug it. Fuck. I dug it. I'm glad you did. I hope other people do. I'll recommend it. Uh-huh. Uh, they're doing a hardcover of it that comes out in like April or May, but I don't think we're even going to order those because. The Marvel hardcover is just kind of right on the shelf unless it's like, you know, Civil War or The Siege or something. And actually, I didn't even do a Civil War one, but unless it's something huge, Deadpool. Like, if Deadpool was in this, maybe we'd order that. I'm going to wait until there's a, a soft cover. That's what the kids buy. But yeah, I think it's good. Happy times. Maybe it's because those same kids don't realize that they get 25% off of all hardcovers. All the trades time. and graphic novels all the time. Really? At Mavericks Cards and Comics. Located at 2312 East Dorothy Lane in Kettering, Ohio, 45420. Come on inside. Get yourself a deal. <laughs> Excellent. Take a break? Sure, let's do that. Right.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Howdy. Hey. <clears throat> Pardon me, I say. <laughs> I Cheerio, say. old chump. Chip, chip, Welcome to the new worlds. <laughs> oh yeah, creepy. Uh, oh, never mind. We're done talking about this. No, go for it. Uh, there was a creepy imagery with the uh, the the bodies that Norman Osborne hung on the docks to yeah. scare the sailors away. Yeah. The plagued. Uh, uh, he did the creepy shit with the uh, smallpox blankets, smallpox box blankets, or uh, mirroring the history of our own uh, beautiful uh, land. Yes, uh, our wonderful, perfect America. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth of July, yay! Fireworks, we're good. We're good people. Hot dogs, Chuck E. Cheese. I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I can't imagine that that's true. <laughs> You said that yesterday, and I'm like, I, it seems like one of those things, like, once we got there, you'd be like, why did I want to come here? <laughs> now, <clears throat> admittedly, I, uh, if I go in there and there's like a hundred kids running around, yeah, I'm fucking turning around and going, I don't care who's with me. Fuck you all. Why did you bring me here? Like, if you drove, would you just drive away? Yeah. Leave us there? Yeah. Like, what if I'm in that helicopter that ride that goes up and down like four feet off well the then uh, you better try to fly that fucker home cause uh, I'm gone oh. but uh yeah I think if, uh, if we went there and there was like not a ton of people there and like like on a Tuesday night or something you know yeah I wanna go well I don't think they put out the uh, animatronics every night I don't care I think it's on the weekends yeah I wanna play video games I wanna eat bad pizza I wanna play skee-ball okay I want to win tickets. You know, I know she said... Uh, I want to jump in the ball pit. See, they won't let you do that unless you're a certain age or size or something. My my girlfriend, Kathleen, went yesterday with uh, her f- best friend who has a uh, like a one-year-old or a seven-year-old or something. Somewhere in there. Uh, <laughs> a something-year-old. Yeah. She can't drive yet. I don't believe <laughs> So 15. She's about 15. And she wanted her birthday party there. Uh, all of her high school friends were... <laughs> We're there wearing tiaras and doing uh, blow in the bathroom, and she said they only had four ski ball things now. Like they used to have a whole row of them, like ten or twelve when right. I was a kid. They only have four, and so she said usually there's like three or four kids there, so she didn't really get to even play much ski ball, which is that's a bummer. You remember when the kids used to run up the ski ball ramp and drop them in the hundred dollar? Were you that kid? No, I was not that kid. Me neither. So. I played fair, and I never got any tickets. By the rules. Oh, really? Yeah. I barely got any, but I, I, I saw those people doing that. I was like, you know, sir, and I use that term loosely, I would rather get my one ticket than to get my seven and get them your way. Right. You know. Fair play. That's all you. You are. Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's me. That is me. <clears throat> but you are indeed correct that, uh, yeah, if, uh, if we went there and there's just, you know, fucking dirty little shits running around, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. But uh, we go there, uh, it's not busy. And honestly, this is true for every place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go to a grocery store and it's crowded. I walk out. <laughs> I can't go to a Waffle House unless there are less than three people there. You go to a Rolling Stones concert and there's ten people, you you leave. Yeah, what the fuck? Too many. How did you guys find out about this? Hey, 
best concert I've ever been to. There was only four of us there. Yeah? <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, Dr. Chud. Wow. Oh, that was here in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, at Jags. That's cool. Four people. And he played his heart up. Oh, he fucking went for it. And it was awesome. That's cool. That's very cool. Dr. Chud. Dr. Chud, formerly of the Misfits. Doing it for the kids. Doing it for me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> you and two buddies and the and the and the eighty five year old bartender lady. Right. Used to work there. Do you remember her? Yes. She was She was at uh the bar that uh Pat first played at with Blackwell Fight. Uh Oregon Express. No. Uh, oh, the one in Centerville. Yes. That's right. Over there. The, not the phone booth. I forget what it's called. Fox and the Hound? No, no. no. She, uh, she, it was weird. Like, she had this, like, like, I, I wouldn't say I was attracted to her, but I was like, this lady is like a sexy 65-year-old lady. Like, 40 years ago, she would have been really hot. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, this is odd. I don't quite yeah. understand this. Yeah. It was weird. But... Good times. good times. There's some good clubs in Dayton. Or there used to be. There used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, unfortunately, they're all going belly up. Yeah. We got Blind Bob still. Okay. But there's not. I've never not, been there. Not a lot there. Mostly because uh, I don't like music anymore. It's the sound of it that you don't like? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're fine with the way it looks and smells and tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. tactile sensation. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> Just that whole auditory. Yeah, can't do it. Right, can't. I'm, I'm with. That's my least favorite uh, aspect of music. Yeah, it's the auditory <laughs> sensation. <laughs> I like the CDs. I, I usually just buy the CDs. I uh, play with the booklets. I uh, open the hinged case over and over. Throw right. the disc away though. Yeah, don't. Oh, no, it. no, you can still use that disc. Really? Yeah. Here, I'll demonstrate. Yeah. You take a disc, right. much like this. You turn it to the shiny side, mm-hmm. and you just like play with it in the light. Look at like all the uh, the the refraction, the colors. Look how it uh, like you know. It is I, trend, it's iridescent. Yes. Yeah. If I held it up close to the light, it would probably make a reflection on like the 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 walls or the ceiling, and you could like follow that around. You know what I'm thinking too? Huh? Coaster. Coaster. All also, right. yeah. Fruit Cat beverage. toy. Cat toy. Frisbee. You see that thing rolling down the stairs? The kitties will come running. Fuck yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, like I said, frisbee. You can toss it around with you, you and the buddies in the backyard. Um, uh, you can make a sci-fi film. That's your spaceship right there. Right. Or you can make a movie with Pam Anderson, and this is the weapon that kills people. Really? Was that Hellraiser 4? Hellraiser 3? No. I saw a movie one late, late night. Where uh, it was Pam Anderson as like a tough as nails cop. <laughs> that wasn't uh, something in 2020, was it? No, no. What was that? I don't know. Oh, okay. But uh, like the the finale, her her big face off with the bad guy. She takes a CD and she throws it and it like embeds directly into wow. his head and he dies. Wasn't wasn't there a Cenobite with that same ability from uh, like like a, a later Hellraiser? Like I don't know. I've third or seen the, the first two. I think his name was like CD Head or something. It was horrible. <laughs> I think it was the third one because that was all about there was a heavy metal band in the third one. Yeah. Like a club, heavy metal club. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Clyde Barker only had involvement with the first two. That would probably be why this one was horrid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was awful. First two scared the shit out of me. I don't know if they scared me, but they were awesome. I can remember where I was when I watched both of them when I was little. And, uh, yeah, one of them was at this house in Kentucky. 
freaked out in the middle of the woods watching Hellraiser Part 2 with my cousin. Huh? It was fucking scary. Yeah. I was uh, at home with my mom. Still scary? No. No? Don't get scared. No? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to scare you someday. Are you? Yeah. Someday. I'm going to save it. See, until you, at least you're not expecting it anymore. Buddy, why does it go this? Right. Well, you know, there was already a corpse on my doorstep this uh, this afternoon. That's true. So, you know, it's not, if that didn't get me, That's nothing true. will. Yeah, the uh, we I my my uh, suspicion that it was the neighborhood kitty that you've de- befriended. Yeah. Have you let into your house? He was offering you a, a little gift, a little uh, off, you know, offering. Yes, yeah. would be the word. Maybe haven't seen him in a while though, so who knows. Yeah. Last time I saw him was uh, the week before Christmas, when I had just gotten the Farscape complete series on DVD. Maybe this was In your the mail from Amazon. From, not from him, though. Not from him, yeah. but from Amazon that I ordered. <laughs> Maybe this was your belated Christmas gift from the kitty. From the cat, yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could old, be. old dead bird on your format. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cute, you gotta admit. Unless the bird just flew into your door and died there. It could have done that. Not quite as cute. Right. Tragic. Or it could have just uh, died uh, up in the, the rafters where they, they usually try to nest and, really, you know, I don't know, thawed and so it finally just fell out. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah. Some sort of weird it, do, it does seem weird that it was directly on the... The, uh, the welcome mat. The welcome mat yeah. that I've only had for like a week. <laughs> See, I think it was a gift. Yeah. I really do. My my cat brought me a bird. I think I told this story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they do that if they like you. So, yeah, yeah, so you got a friend do. out there. Yeah, I've got a friend somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my landlord used to have a cat. Uh, her name was Digit. And she was fucking evil. Meanest little goddamn cat in the world. You could pet it for like two seconds and then it would just turn on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feral. But it loved me. Hated me. But loved me. <laughs> So it would scratch you? Uh, it would try. Huh. But at the same time, I always wanted my attention. Just didn't want me to touch it. Just wanted you to look at it. Look at it, be near it. Yeah. Let it rub against your leg, maybe? Uh, occasionally, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she would uh, she would come in here occasionally, and she would uh, curl up in my closet there. Uh, and just sleep for hours. Really? Yeah. Uh, or, like, uh, during the summertime, like, I'd be sitting out in my living room watching TV. All of a sudden, I'd hear, like, a... And what the fuck was that? And I'd look, and she would be outside, and she would jump from the ground and attach herself to the screen of my window. <laughs> and so I'd walk out, and she would just be hanging there. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, I love kitties. I uh, saved her once from tar. Tar? They had just tarred the parking lot, and she rolled in it. So she like had tar stuck all over her fur. So I took her into my mom's shop and like cut all the clumps of tar out. Aww. Put uh, peroxide on the wounds because like you know it tore the skin off of her. That's sweet. Yeah. That's very. That's very kind. Yeah. I like cats. You're a gentle man, Eric yeah. Chanmore. But then the first time I had a girlfriend over and I said, "Oh man, you know, beware this cat. She's evil. She'll tear your arm off." Fucking sweetest goddamn cat in the face of the planet made a goddamn liar out of me. <laughs> Maybe she just turned over a new leaf. Yeah. But she used to bring me birds. Uh, she used to bring me bats. Really? Yeah, yeah bats. <laughs> See, that's a, Came that's home a tough from work cat. one day. 
bat on my doorstep. That's a tough cat. If they can catch and kill a bat. <laughs> so she's like she's out at out at night yeah. prowling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Sadly she has passed on, but uh yeah. she was awesome while alive, even though again, evil tore my arm off. Well, you were um, cutting the tire of her for Oh, she tried. Yeah. yeah. She she did not enjoy me yeah. touching her yeah. at all. Seems like that would be a yeah. a situation that would not be pleasant for the kitty. Yeah. I like cats. They're good. They are, they are good. They're awesome. Goo's my favorite. Goo's pretty of, awesome, of too. cats, I know. Goo is pretty awesome. He's my friend Goo. He is your friend. Uh, my current favorite cat is probably Max. Mm-hmm. Your mom's cat. My mom's cat. I think before Max, my favorite cat was probably... Uh, my ex-girlfriend's, uh, she had two cats that, well, no, all three of her cats were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sebi, Squee, and Mogwai. What's the Sebi? What's that from? Sebastian. Uh, okay. Squee wasn't his real name. His real name was Shadow, but I called him Squee because he made a noise that uh, sounded like uh, <laughs> uh, like the character from uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, I miss my kitty. I want to go home and pet him. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, <gasps> I was thinking about my cat. I really was. I was showing his picture the other day, or today when I was at Matt Brassfield's apartment watching the, the horror movies. He hasn't seen Goo in many a moon. Yeah. Uh, we used to live together. He used to live with my cat and I. And I showed him pictures of Goo in his cauliflower boxer's ear. Yeah, right now. Yeah. He's all... His ears all curdled, and he was like, "Oh, I was like, you should come visit him." Yeah. He said he would. It is sad. Hmm. Yeah, he doesn't seem to notice or mind. So. Still, no. yeah. yeah. But like I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. yeah, like I remember you tell me like when the the thing happened, and you know you, you had mentioned that you know they said that his ear might be forever deformed, right? But like you said, you were treating it, so I just assumed that everything was normal. Right. But no, it's just deformed. Yeah. 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 Even I know. I almost wish I wouldn't have put him through the ordeal because I I like rubbed this gunk in his ear uh, twice a day and gave him pills in the morning and in the evening to like <clears throat> like remedy it. Like right, it's like right. antibiotics and things to. And you know, and he hated that. Oh my gosh, he didn't really mind me squirting the crap in his ear and rubbing it in, right. but he hated the pills, man. Um, and I almost wish I would never have done that now because it didn't really help. So, right. or it may have helped slightly, but probably stopped infection or something. Like yeah, that, so. could yeah. Have been your cat could have been dead, and it would have been your fault had you not given it medicine. Then I would have felt extremely bad, and I might not be. You're here. a dick. Yeah. yeah. Tried to kill my cat. Alternate you is a dick. <laughs> the Elseworlds version of me. In 1602, I would have killed that cat. There was no medication like that back then. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just rest assured that in the future, they would have made Captain America. Oh, wow. Wow. Captain America. I see a, I see a series that's going to make us rich. <laughs> you kitty, kitty. Captain America. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Steve Whiskers became Captain America. (laughs) When Captain America throws his mighty shield. (laughs) Meow.
All right. So. Uh, all right. Just got, so, a, got a movie you want to pick? Yes. I uh, had trouble picking which one it is, but I know now what it is. Um, I want to pick a film that's based on a comic book that I don't believe either one of us have ever seen or read. It is Batman. Never heard of it. It's about a guy... uh, Something happened to his parents. I think they went on vacation and they... Uh, left him at home, and then Daniel Stern and Joe Piscopo... No, not Joe Piscopo. <laughs> that, that'd be great, though. Uh, damn it! Ruined it! Okay, it's not Home Alone, it's not Batman, it's... <laughs> it's, uh, Whiteout. Vito. Really? Yeah. Vito and Whiteout? Yeah. How come? Uh, cause I hear it is fucking terrible. Really? Yeah. The movie? Okay, I've only heard one person talk about it, <clears throat> and, uh... He said, he said it was really good, but... Uh, I've known a couple people who have seen it. They all said it's terrible. Every review I read of it said it was fucking awful. Yeah, Vito. Really? No fucking Solid kidding Vito. about this. No thinking. Vito. <laughs> no, I'm fine, because okay. I, had, I had the two, all right. and I almost chose this one, too. Uh, <laughs> so the real movie that I was going to choose... <laughs> uh, singing in the Rain. <laughs> You would be a dick. <laughs> just pick up, just get, rid of, get rid of all your Vitos in one show. <laughs> like, nope, okay, how about... Uh, no, uh, below. Below. Submarine movie. Aronofsky. Pre- he produced it, I don't think he did. He wrote it, yeah. 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 Not Vito. Sweet. All right. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, I'm excited. All right. I want to see that fucker. Uh, I've seen it once, but I'll watch it again. Sweet. Cool. So it's obviously not a musical? Not a musical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not based on a Greg Rucka comic. Yeah. Have you read the comic? No. I wouldn't veto the comic. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if you're interested in that ever... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick yeah. that next time. <laughs> Maybe I was just confused. I meant, I meant to save that for my comic pick. Sweet. All right. All right. Any uh, anything else we need uh, to speak of? Or? Um. Oh, if you're a if you're a fan of the metal, let me put this out there. Uh, um, Mouth of the Architect, oh. a, a, a band from Dayton, Ohio. I thought you were going somewhere else with that, but okay. <laughs> sure. we, we could do your metal thing too. Okay. Whatever right, that is. Right. Uh, a band that I really like and I've supported for over the years. Uh, bought all their albums and tried to give them good word of mouth. Uh, they are breaking up after their current tour. And it's your fault. And it's all my fault because they're like, why the fuck is this guy promoting us? They're like, this is bullshit. We don't want to be associated with him or his, no, or his podcast. His nerdy shit. Yeah. Um, no, but they're playing. They're playing in Dayton. They're playing in Kentucky. They're playing in uh, Columbus. They're playing in the Midwest. And then they're going to hop on this like European tour. So uh, Taking a boat over. Taking a boat. Uh, the underwater train. <laughs> um, going to the old world. If you're in Paris or you know, Barcelona. You want to be a powder monkey. If you want to be a powder monkey. <laughs> If you want to be a powder monkey, contact Charles Atlas, care of... Powder. Powder monkey. 
Powder Monkey. Oh, yes. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Did you read 1602, everyone? <laughs> Apparently, I didn't. <laughs> um, but, yeah, check them out if you're in the Midwest or if you're in some other country next next yeah. next month. At least Paris. Yeah. So someplace else, maybe. Uh, I know they were in Barcelona. I think they were, I think, for some reason, I'm thinking they were, like, going all over, like, Germany, uh, Italy, you know, just all, just all over. But more than likely, if you're, you know... Much like a Peter Parkwaugh. Like a Parkwaugh. They're all over the place. They're stopping villains that you would never have thought they would even face. <laughs> um, but yeah, check them out. They're really good if if you get a chance before they are done touring. So once they're done touring, that's it. They're that's done it. as a band. They are done, buddy. They hate each other that much. <laughs> but they said, hey, if we're going to at least do this fucking thing, let's at least let's uh, right. waste some money and go see Europe. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. It's a big vacation with guitars. Right, right. But they hate each other. Right? No, no, no. no. no I don't want to spread that rumor. I don't. I don't think they do. Oh, I'm fine with that. They just hate me. Okay. <laughs> Check them out. Do you know them personally? Uh, I know one of them personally, and then another one barely, and then I've met all of them. But, okay. but yeah. Uh, so, so this is they're good a kids. Close personal thing. Not, not really. I mean, you just really support them. I really support. I mean, one of them. And one of them are saddened. I'm sad. Breaking up. Yeah, I. I mean, they're literally one of my favorite bands. Um, uh, if you're a fan of ISIS, they're they're in that vein. Uh the comic or the TV show? The, the Greg Rucka movie based on the comic. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 uh, band, the musical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're they're so talking good. Egyptian gods. I think uh, the the Egyptian god was based on the band. Okay. Based on the band. <laughs> What was your metal news? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, what you uh, yes. Uh, found a band while listening to a podcast last week. Uh, they they have a YouTube video. Uh, I've posted this video on my Facebook page. So if uh, any of the listeners here are uh, friends with me on Facebook, I've got it there. Uh, but it is uh, quite possibly. The epitome of awesomeness. Uh, they're a band called Rock Sugar. And they do uh, live mashups. Where they take one song and they mix it with another song. But they actually play them. So it's not like, you know, like like listening to like a DJ. Or right, right. They are an actual band. Uh, the song that they have on YouTube, which they've actually made a video for. Uh, at least they made the video for because they have a couple of other songs on YouTube, but it's fan-made stuff. Right. Uh, just, like, taking the audio from their album. Montage of imagery. Right. But, uh... The band, or the song that they did is called uh, Don't Stop the Sandman, which is a mashup of Enter Sandman by Metallica and Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> It's hard to wrap your head around until you hear it. Yeah. Because you told me about it yesterday, and then I was like, this sounds uh, intri- amazing, intriguing, right. horrible. <laughs> but then you see it. And and you live it. Yes. 
Uh, that is pretty much the only way to say that. Yeah, you live it. You experience it. It it travels through you. Yes. <laughs> like a like a four day old Taco Bell burrito <laughs> that's been on the sidewalk. It travels through you. And yes. yeah, I, I I am with you on this one. <laughs> you need to see it. You need to hear it. It's pretty good. That's pretty much it. I just wanted to yeah. get a little metal news out there. Metal wow. News. Wow. New segment? Yeah, new, new segment. Metal news. <laughs> Sweet. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get a Ouija board and contact Cliff Burton next Ooh, week. Wait. Oh, well, one more thing about Rock Sugar. found this out. Mm-hmm. The lead singer of the band is also a very well-known and active voiceover actor. Did the voice of Wacko Warner in the Animaniacs. Really? The, the 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 little one that wore the red hat and spoke with an English accent? Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that that explains how he is able to, to change his pitch. Because yeah. he does, like, they do some Queen. Yeah. And yeah. who was it, Queen, with Motley Crue? Motley Crue, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, we Will Kickstart Your Rhapsody or something yeah. like that. Oh, my gosh. That, that was... She was uh, that we was... Will Rock You, Kickstart My Heart, and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Pretty amazing, but not as amazing as Don't Stop the Sandman. Yeah, if you only if you only have time in your busy schedule to do one. Right. Don't, don't stop, stop the Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yes, indeed. Spread the love. Spread the love. And let us love on some movie that I forgot. White Out. Starring... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. It's called Below. Below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes. Huh? I'm good. Right. Later, kids. See you. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.